Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 464 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along to another weekly dose of randomness technology in life. Yay! Yeah, I'm bringing the energy. Chris is trying to match it. Quick shout out, Jamie Oxley. He uh, sent me a voice message as he's driving. That's how we communicate these days. You just do that on Messenger. I'm like, what is this? And you can just hear the truck. He goes, oh. So he has Sundays off, so he forgets about our podcast until whenever. So he's yep. about two weeks behind. But he was listening to that uh, the Australian "Rip Your Pants Off" when you hear that song. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Eagle Rock was it? Yeah, Eagle yeah, Eagle, Eagle yeah, Rock. Yeah. That's it. And uh, we looked it up after the fact and realised it was a thing. Nobody knows where it came from, but a lot of people do it. He's been to one wedding in Australia, but it was a Kiwi over there, and he goes, "Nobody did it." So he, he they played it, and nobody did it. Or they never even played it. I don't know about that part, but he's never heard of this tradition, if you want to call it. Oh, okay. So I was like, sweet as. That's interesting. Also, while you remind me, uh, shout out, today is Liam's birthday. So it is. I, sm- birthday, I sent him Liam. a message via the magic of Facebook reminding me and giving me a little <laughs> message box where I could type it. But it also gives you a um, like three different options of pre-filled like, you know, congratulations yeah. thing. And I'm not using that. I'll type something. Yeah, I did. I, I All I said was happy birthday, Liam. Uh, <laughs> really original. Oh, no, that's pretty much but all I, I said, did too. I did I said, that oh. from, from the Chris and Sam podcast. Oh, um, excellent. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, car update, because everybody wants to know what's happening on the car. I still don't have it. <laughs> yeah, no. You... <laughs> still don't have it. Uh, no, so the panel beater rang me up, and he said, hey, we've got your car here. Can you come look at it to see what's wrong with it, basically? I was like, yep, okay, so this is the panel beater that deals with uh, stolen cars, apparently. So I turn up. Yeah, because the the really cool one that did your... Bumper, back bumper. Bumper, the other time. That's right. They won't deal with stolen cars. They don't do stolen cars. That's interesting, because I want to know why that is. Did you ask? No, I I don't think the person on the phone would have known. I think it's literally a numbers thing. Because this panel beater had 20 cars outside that were all stolen. Every single car had a smashed window, and then they cover it with like this plastic that sticks to it. Yeah. And he, I said, oh, are you guys are pretty busy. He goes, yeah, yeah, but we, he goes, we turn these cars around real quick. I was like, oh, okay. And I said, oh, yeah, they, they stole my car and left another one. He goes, what was the other car? And I said, oh, it was a Nissan Wing Road. He said, is it that blue one? I was like, yes. He goes, yep, yeah, we're fixing that too. Oh, gosh. So they all turn up at this one panel beaters. Um, went around, found a scratch, which may or may not have been there when I brought the car, but they're now fixing it. And uh, as Sarah points out, I am pretty much paying my excess to get a scratch fixed, a wheel alignment, because they're going to test the engine, and then they go and take it for a wheel alignment to get that all sorted again. Yeah, fair. And then they come back, and he, uh, he opened the door, and remember the cops said they were trying to take my stereo out? Well, these are young people that are dumb. So a stereo is only held in by maybe four screws if you're lucky. Yeah. I think mine might be three. Yeah. I don't know. Because this isn't the original head unit. I put another one in. They have pulled my whole center console to pieces. Like, there's ten pieces of plastic. All the like plastic you don't even need to remove is all ripped out. And I was like, oh, they had a good go at that. And he goes, yeah, yeah, we'll fix that up. But weird. And the other thing, when I walked up to the car, I was like, it looks really weird. I couldn't figure it out. But, man, they went to town, the police did, with fingerprinting dust. The whole car outside looks white. 
on a silver car. <laughs> they, they just It's like they got a bucket of it and just threw it. We drove it through a flour mill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so the guy said the biggest headache is waiting for parts. So I assume that's the window. Uh, and he said, if we can get everything, he goes, it'll be done tomorrow, Friday. We're recording Thursday right now. Or it'll be early next week. All right. So you've only just been to see them today. No, no. I saw them on um, Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. I don't know. Tuesday. I saw them on Tuesday. Monday. (laughs) Earlier in the week. The the days are just flying by. I tell you, it's it's crazy. So I did that. I did that. Yes. Um, Have you heard of this? So I'm going to change the topic now. So um, this seems so obvious that I'm not. Sure, okay, why it hasn't go. been done before. No, I, I like when you say that, and now I'm going to be like, oh, damn it, don't, don't stuff this up. Go. Um, so, Star Chase Darts, they are a solution in the US, and you can see a photo of one having okay. hit a bumper. Yeah. And so, when there's, instead of a high speed chase, the cops fire this dart at them, oh. and it uses a combination of glue, like hot glue and magnets to stick. I randomly was thinking about this, and, and I was and like... And they let them go, okay. because it just um, GPSs them, and then they appear. I don't know why, but I was thinking about this because my car got stolen, and I was like, I wonder what the best option is of fixing something that you fired at a car. Like, I was like, you don't want it to puncture the bodywork. And I was like, will a magnet be enough? Yeah. But now you said there's glue. Yeah, so um, I did look at this up earlier. And it says it, they, it took them quite a while to get this mix of glue and magnets I to, bet, to, I bet. to work. Um, but, yeah, they're using it in Bill Mead, Tennessee. Tennessee. Well, this is what they need to do here. But bloody bureaucracy, cost, and they really, really don't like bringing anything new here, eh? Like, they're really worried about everything. Yeah. They just oh, need to do some stuff. I wonder if it's worth grabbing one of those GPS things and low jacking your car. You know what I mean? Like, because you can get one at AliExpress. Well, no, cheap. even better than that. I can just get an Apple AirTag. So this guy had a car stolen multiple times. He's like, damn it, I'm going to hide two Apple AirTags. Do you know how these work? Yeah, yeah, vaguely. I mean, it works on the Apple network, so another Apple yeah, device exactly. close to it. Yeah, yeah. So his car gets stolen from Canada. He's like, okay, I'll track it. So they track it for a while. It gets driven from Canada, the middle of nowhere, somewhere else, and it's at a railway yard. And the police are like, it's in a railway carriage. It's in a container, but we don't know which one. And then the, the train's got to go. So they, for whatever reason, they're not going to stop it just for one car. That's okay, whatever. Yeah. Carries on, ends up in a port in Belgium after months. It, it re... Cause like, if there's nothing around, nothing happens, and then it just opens back up. Things, yeah. Then where do you think it ends up? United Arab Emirates in a second-hand car yard. And he sent a private investigator to go find it, and they're like, yep, this car has been built to Canadian standards. The VIN's different, but we're, this is your car. So the black market of SUVs or cars being stolen in Canada go on this hell journey for, like, nine months and end up overseas. Well, that's a carbon footprint. Do these... Are these thieves not interested in their carbon footprint at all? How dare they not think about their environmental impact? We've got shitty cardboard straws to save turtles, which drives me mental. But these thieves are not thinking about it. So, no. But do you know what the Turkish police are doing? No, what are they doing? They've got some new cars. 
So um, they arrested, finally, this 44-year-old called Hakan Ayak. He's supposed to be one of the largest drug dealers in the world, right? And I think he's got something to do with Australia. Okay. They reckon he's got about a billion dollars in assets. So they managed to impound a lot of his vehicles. Uh, Bentleys, Continental GTs. Oh, sorry. Bentley, Continental GT. Porsches, uh, high-powered Ferraris, um, souped-up Volkswagen Golf R's. Um, about $3.4 million worth of cars. And then the Turkish police are like, we're now using them. So they've got all these cars. They just put police badges all on and wire them all up. And now they're all police cars. Fair. How cool is that? That's awesome. So what are you going to get today? I don't know. Let's just impound some stuff. <laughs> like, you know, it makes no sense at all, but good on you, Turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they used to do that in a bunch of countries. Just uh, things they impounded just became... Well, I don't know. I- and, I, and I think in the States, because, you know, there's a thousand different cop companies or whatever you want to call them, uh, or police organisations. They all have Which their is crazy, own eh? procurement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It must, yeah, it must be terrible. I mean, we've heard of, like, real fancy, I think, UAE, again, United Arab Emirates, they've got real fancy Porsches and stuff to keep up, or Ferraris to keep up with really fast speeders. Oh, do they? But I think they just buy those. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, yeah. Which makes way more and sense. I'm pretty sure um, Germany's been using BMWs for forever, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a local car. Um, Actually, talking about, I've got another. I've got a car related story. Yeah, some stray dogs caused some damage at a car yard. Huh. Yep. Now, how much damage? This is in Texas. They think the two dogs were chasing a cat, ended up in the car yard somehow, caused some damage. Uh, they Did saw. Did they get like locked into the car yard, or just just it was an open type? It car. just says car dealership, so I think it may be just out in an open. Uh, yeah, car yard. yard, yeah. How much damage do you reckon they caused? Well, I wouldn't have thought much. $350,000! What? They scratched a whole bunch of cars for some reason, like, <laughs> with their claws, and ripped bumpers off. <laughs> they went nuts. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, they've never seen anything like this. Um, they've got it on video. They've seen it on video, apparently. Oh, that's got to be on YouTube. If you Jeez. didn't see the dogs, and the dogs took off... And you didn't have the camera, you'd just be like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah, you'd just think it was vandals or something. That's crazy. Um, have you heard about the, the Final Frontier thing? It's been on the news a bit, so you may have heard about this. So the there was a, a space mission went up and this... Um, from, from like US or someone else? Like a private one, I think. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, one of us. And uh, it was going to have a moon lander on it, like a robotic moon lander. Cool. And on that moon lander, uh, I think there were other things, but amongst other things, were these um, remains or partial remains of people. Oh, okay. So we get to pay this company to take us and take out leftovers to the moon to the moon this sounds great what actually happened well, did it burn up did no, it blow up no well um so some of the cast that were slated to go to the moon were the cast of star trek um the remains of people ma- remains of deforest kelly who was dr mccoy yep james Doohan, who was scotty and uh, Lieutenant Uhura, who was in the shell. Yeah. So is this all their remains or just part of their remains? I, I, I wouldn't think they'd give them all. I think it'd be okay. a thimble of yeah, each okay, okay. type thing. Maybe. I'm guessing. I'm, oh, no, that's, that's, what, what, that's I, what I thought, but I was just... That's what I'd assume. Okay, but anyway, so it's the 
there was a problem with the um, probe. Yeah. So it's not going to land. So it's just heading into deep space. Oh, that's they will okay. go boldly where no yeah. one's ever gone before. I, I think they'd be okay with that. Yeah, I think it's, I think okay it's even that. better. Yeah. you know, yeah. honestly, that's great. But um, yeah, I think originally there were some people, some remains that were supposed to go on, and some oh. remains were supposed to go to the moon. Now they're all no. going on together. So that doesn't matter. Anyway. I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, I, think I wouldn't get too cool. upset about that. I've got another car one. I don't know what's going on with cars this week. I've got it on my mind because I want my bloody car back. The highest accident rates are from drivers of what vehicle? So they've done a study in America. In America. And it was for a year, a year's worth of driving data, and they've worked out some stuff. I would say Ford F-150 because it's the most popular one, and there'd be more of them than anything else. Yeah, you'd think so, eh? But no, it's Tesla's. Okay, that was going to be actually my second choice. 24 accidents per 1,000 drivers. They clocked in with the worst accident rate in the US, according to the study. And uh, that was ahead of Ram, Dodge Rams, and Subaru drivers. And BMW drivers are most likely to what? Not use their indicators. <laughs> that, that's, that's a given. They, they don't know how they work. No, um, uh, drive under the influence. Oh, they, really? Yeah, they had about three DUIs per 1,000 drivers in a year. Twice the rate of DUIs among the Ram drivers, who were the second worst. Huh. So anyway, they've done that study. Um, good to know. So here in New Zealand, the big talk online, if you, if you keep up with this sort of stuff, electric cars had a rebate that went away, um, so that's okay. Oh, is that gone now? All right. Yes, that finished, so the government got rid of that, the ute tax. Actually, nothing to do with that, nothing to do with utes at all, really. Uh, it was just a catchy title that got the ute people really upset. When you think about it, don't worry about it. But rucks are coming in. Road user charges for electric vehicles are coming in, right? Because they're not paying anything. Oh, oh yeah, because they're not paying petrol. Yeah. Exactly. So the government, instead of making it fair and even, they went with easy. Oh, no, that's a surprise. What? Really? So it's, <laughs> I, it's identical to diesel drivers. But cool. if you've got a hybrid that's petrol and electric, you're paying the fuel tax and you have to pay your rucks. So why would you have one? That is the dumbest so shit. So there's, there's very little... Um, the only there's is, no incentive. The, oh, well, you've got less maintenance in an electric vehicle because you don't have the engine bits where you've got to have that much servicing. That's pretty much it. And the costs are about the same. So They, they, should, they should say with hybrids that you, you just pay petrol. Or just pay rucks. But I think just pay petrol. Because well, that know. gives you an incentive because you're paying less petrol. So that's more likely to drive people from petrol to hybrid, slightly. So anyway, that's been happening. Oh, I didn't know any of that, and I'm now depressed that I do. Well, (laughs) says the man who's the most environmentally friendly because he does not have a car at all. Yeah, yeah, my bicycle. Uh, Yes. That's right. Look at it. Fine steed it is right next to us (laughs) as we record this. Right, yeah. So, um, oh, I, I came across this random video called the, and it was, about the Mandela effect, and it was a, co- a compilation of all these things this guy had been talking about, the Mandela effect. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard of the man? Do you know what that is? That's the sort of group conscious thing where you think something's happened, but it hasn't really. Oh, right. Like I've the, never heard of it Oh, before. like the movie with bloody... What's the movie one? Um, with, uh, is it... Sh- um, the black guy, the comedian. Sinbad. <laughs> there's a... There's a everybody re- thinks that there's a movie that Sinbad was in called... 
Shazam or something. I don't know, but it doesn't exist. It never did. And for some reason, everybody remembers this movie. Berenstein Bears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Berenstein Bear, Bear, Bears. It's yeah. always spelt completely different to what everybody remembers it. What else you got? Yeah, That's great. So, well, yeah, okay. So so these, are, I don't think they were all that good. Okay. Well, we like, will be the like, judge so, of that. We'll be the judge. The, some of them were, it's just things people didn't even know about, right? Okay, so, okay. But I got a couple of things out of there that I thought was interesting. So the original drones. Now, drones are ch- changing the face of warfare, right? Okay. You, you think about re- Ukraine, drones are a big part of that whole fight back. Yeah, I bet, I bet. And all the rest yeah. of it. So what I didn't realize was in World War Two, yes, the Japanese effectively used drones in World War Two. Okay, they were called fire balloons, and they sent these helium balloons across the Pacific, mm. chucked them up into the the jet stream, yeah, and they went across. And they had a bomb suspended below them. Oh right! And they dropped bombs all over the U.S. Okay. Um, uh, oh, there was thousands and thousands of oh. these things hit the U.S. Okay. Only one ever hurt anybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a numbers game. One landed, and then these kids went to play with it. Oh, no. <laughs> and it killed six people. Okay. Um, mostly around 12 and 13. There was one 26-year-old there. <laughs> well, the 26-year-old um, probably deserved it. He probably went over and went, hey, don't do that, boom. Oh, no, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking something a bit darker after watching Criminal Minds. For a bit. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, but anyway. So, but that fascinated me because it's like this was a thing. They they kept sh- talking about these different things and it was like, oh, my God, never even heard of that. Oh, that's my... Um, What's that mean? Something beeped? Yeah, that's the charger on my uh, Oculus. Oh, that's right. That's right. I thought we were going to blow it up. does that. It just beeps every okay, okay. now and again. Um, so that's that was one. So, the But, in, one. but in, in regards to the Mandela effect... It was like... Because oh, this guy's from America. He goes, we've been bombed from other countries. Oh, and I see. And they always say that, you okay. know, 9-11's the first attack on oh, American uh, soil. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. So that was one. Uh, and they talked also quite a bit about the, um, oh, no, I've forgotten the name of it now. There's a, there was a big explosion in the States. Um, the first terrorist attack, actually, which sort of damaged the Statue of Liberty and blew out like four miles of, of roads. Was it, it, the explosion, because it was ammunition, it was World War One. Oh. the Germans uh, sent some spies and they blew up this big ammunition dump in New York. Oh, okay, okay. And um, it was like a five on the Richter scale. Oh, wow. Like, that was how big the explosion was. And all the Americans don't know about it. I knew about it because I listened to the Ra- Rachel Maddow um, uh, podcast on it. It was pretty interesting, but yeah. Okay. Anyway, this one I thought was really interesting. Mm. So, um, oh no, open now. Come on, don't do this to me. Edit description, no. Open. Uh, so, when do you think, so video calling. We have FaceTime, we yeah. have Zoom. When do you think the first um, commercial... Okay. Video calling happened. I think that it was ages ago because I think they were using basically television cameras to do like a call. So I'm going to say 19 like 70 as a okay. guess. There was something in the World Fair in the 1950s, I think. Oh, yeah. But the first 
closed circuit yeah. video phone systems for public use. Oh, for public use. Were in 1936 mm. in Germany. What would that have looked like? Apparently, it was really, really good um, quality. You could hold your your wristwatch up, and they could see the time on it. It was that good. I'm really skeptical on this. I don't know anything yep. about yep. it at all. I'm going to. I, I, I Wikipedia it. Okay, because so like, okay. I was like, I don't know about this. Yeah, no, it yeah. sounds a bit suspect, eh? Um, so there's a whole bunch of um, they they had these stores. You could go into these like they, they were one in each town type thing, okay. and you go in and you pay. I did say how much. I can't remember what it whatever. Was so many francs. Pay so many francs, whatever it is, and then you'd go in and you the person at the other end and you talk to each other. You could see each other. You sat in front, you know, microphone and the TV in front of you. Um, and yeah, they they covered a distance of approximately 160 kilometers. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, uh, and and it was going quite well. And then <laughs> World War One, World War Two, World War Two, yeah, World time, yeah. War Two came along, and, mm. and 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 it was all over. But they were so far ahead oh. of its time. Yeah, it's next level. Okay. Yeah, that, that's that's huge. That really really got me. Anyway, that's pretty cool. Well, was that it for your Mandela stuff? Yeah, that was it for the man. Those were, I mean, there was a bunch of them, but oh, okay. those were the two that I thought were the most interesting. So uh, you just reminded me about stuff falling from airplanes, not bombs. <laughs> Did you see that Alaska Airlines thing with the door ripped off it? Crazy, eh? Yeah, nobody but was sitting there, eh, which was lucky. They were very lucky. Ripped the shirt off a child, apparently, I think oh, someone it said. it wasn't a child. He was about... 17. Yeah, still a child. Have you you spoken to a 17-year-old? Their brains are mush. There might be some smart ones out there, but shit, there's some dumb ones. They have no life skills. They don't know anything. Yeah. Is there someone you're particularly thinking of right now? No. Don't know what you're talking about. But did you hear about them finding the phones? No. So they just found, I think they found two. And this, there's a story definitely about one of them. They found one someone's iPhone got ripped out of their hand. Yeah, because I heard that a couple of phones got lost. 16,000 feet. It just dropped. And they just found, picked it up. Still working. All good. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny because because of the flatness of a phone mm. or, or anything that's like a book or anything that's that yeah, sort yeah. of shape and the lack of mass, mm. it'll f- keep flicking and yes. spinning and tumbling and it adds enough um, inertia. Uh, what do you call it? Um, I mean, you're friction. T- you're telling the story, yeah. So that it, yeah, yeah. It's, it doesn't so have it's, that critical uh, velocity. And, no. So some scientists yeah. did work out what maximum speed it would have been going, but it did help that it landed in grass. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, if it had landed on concrete, because we all know. If you're going to drop a phone, your phone, your expensive phone, will land on its edge on the concrete. That's right. That's why it's in this case. (laughs) And it never leaves this case. Oh, that's right. You've got a really expensive phone, yeah. Um, Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Uh, And the people are like, whoever made those cases, they need to find out if it's their one. (laughs) Just advertising. Because who was talking about this? Um, Oh, it was on My First Million they were talking about. It was an old one. It was an old one. I was listening to an old one. And uh, Stanley Cups. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, because I'd seen the video of that woman whose car... Caught so on fire. Caught on fire, yeah, and then yeah. she had a Stanley Cup, and she picks up... And the, the, the car's gutted, and there's Stanley Cups there, and she picks it up and still shakes got ice it, on it, and it's still got ice in it. And uh, they bought her a new car for yep. that, which yep. is brilliant PR. 
It is. Uh, it's one of those ones where they jump on it so quick. They're so good. That's what you should do. Absolutely. Uh, the Stanley Cup thing is just next level. So they were making these Stanley Cups. They gave a bunch to um, some like mummy blogger for some reason. I don't know how, why they... Someone, the marketing person, decided to give it to this person. No, they... I think... Well, because that's what they said in the podcast. They said um, she, she'd been talking about them and it came up on their thing and they said oh yes that's you guys right like this stuff. yeah yeah and she yeah. goes yeah yeah you know we love it but this was the standard have to say stay hydrated and mm. they said well if we give you some yes that's you right. want to see if you can sell them yeah yeah and they sold gave them straight like away. a thousand and they sold them within a day or two yeah yeah and i went uh, but with but with like uh, more womanly colors yeah 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 i, I like the way they said that uh your, your colors are crap but these what, what do you mean moss green is crap? <laughs> you know, black. What's wrong with this? Can so, you do a pastel pink? Uh, okay. They just they just did a collaboration in America with Starbucks, and oh, it's yeah. a pink one. And that's the one, if you see it, these people are storming Target. Riot broke out trying to get this cup. Oh, really? It sells for 50 bucks, already on eBay for 200 And here in New Zealand, Starbucks sends out an email. I'm not kidding. I oh, know it's Starbucks. Stanley sent out an email yesterday for a pink cup bright pink not pale pink and it's for coming up for valentine's day and uh someone in my house really really wants that one they've already got a, <laughs> they've already got a pale pink one someone in your house mm. they've, 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 already, they've got a pale pink one but they need this other one but it's funny because i don't think i've saved it but there was a um like an instagram reel and there's a guy and he goes oh I, he's like, oh, Stanley Cup. And they're like, yeah, yeah, it's like the next big thing. And then there's multiple versions of him, but it's all the cups that came before it. So remember they got those um, Nalgene, whatever they were? They had those ones, and they were the cup that everybody wanted. And then there was this other cup, and they're like, but what about that? Nah, not that one. What about this? Nah, that's gone. This is the new cup. So it's a cyclic thing with them. Right. They are very... I didn't even know you, they had Stanley Cups in New Zealand. I just assumed it was American-only thing. No, you can buy Stanley gear here. Um, there's a website. Is it buy. the same as the Stanley Tools? Is it the same brand, or is it just a to- a, a coincidentally that name? I don't know what the tie-in is. There is a tie-in, and oh, yeah. I don't know if they're separate departments or if they're just a licensee of the name. I don't know, but there is a division that does all the... You can get Stanley hip flasks, uh, metal lunch boxes, and these cups... Now, I will say the Stanley Cups, uh, I think they're about $80 here for the... Holy crap. For That's the 30-ounce one. So it's about that big. There is one bigger. Yeah. There's a 40-ounce. But they, the insulation in them is next level. Like, you can fill it with ice and just leave it in your car all day. Like, it's pretty good. Oh, oh yeah. That's, that's impressive. I just don't think... I, I'm just not a big guy. Like, they've got different versions. I'd buy one that just had a normal sort of drink top thing. Because uh, these ones have got straws. I don't want to sit there drinking out of a straw holding this mug, mug thing. Yeah, yeah. That's not me. But for females, apparently very, very good. Especially because it doesn't affect makeup or lipstick and stuff. Yeah. But they're just... Oh, and I will say, Sarah, who does have the cup in my house, uh, she takes it to school and to stop kids from touching the end of the um, straw, we've got a straw cover that goes on top of the straw, but it's a mini Stanley cup. That goes on the straw. Yeah. Okay. She's like an Uber fan. Yeah, pretty much. I had no idea. Okay. Right. Uh, and I brought that one up. Last couple of days I've been to op shops, Chris. Um, the other 
You know, we went on a couple of years ago, actually, years ago. It would have to be years ago, yeah. You can find it on YouTube, on our channel. Look up the Chris and Sam podcast on YouTube. You will find a uh, story where me and Chris, we go on an epic road trip, I guess, or excursion <laughs> to find you a lid for your rice cooker. Yes, which I eventually did. Which we I did. Have. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Look how happy he is when he's doing that. Anyway, we went to the, um, I'm pretty sure we went to the rubbish dump shop. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But there's another rubbish dump with another new op shop. Oh, okay. It's very good. So much cool stuff. <laughs> it's very massive. I need to take you there. If you want random boxes of TV remotes, Chris, this place has them. <laughs> I will say, I've been to a few op shops in the last couple of days. The amount of junk that they think people are going to buy. Like, I went to one today. They have a VHS tape. Of some sort of Karcher water blaster instruction video for a dollar. No. Uh, I could have brought you the whole set of Tony Robbins, one of them, Master something or other. Yeah, yeah, get the edge or whatever. One of them, I don't know. A really old one because he's really young. I could have got you every single audio cassette tape for that for $3 today. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I need to buy a VHS player, really. I've still got these VHS um, tapes here. My black belt grading, my wedding. Gosh. Yep. <laughs> I almost brought, I almost brought, but I didn't, because uh, they had a IBM Selectrix 2 typewriter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big yeah. beast of a thing, and you can do corrections on it, apparently, when I quickly looked it up. Go between maybe a hundred to four hundred dollars in America, right? Here in New Zealand, I found one on Trade Me for a hundred dollars that some pe- one person may have been interested in, and that one had all the extra font changing things and all this extra stuff. The one I found today was fifteen dollars, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, I might be able to sell this. Or it's just going to sit around forever. So yeah, I yeah. didn't buy it. But anyway, that's what I've been up to. Yeah, yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. I Yeah, because I think I've told you Dad, that was Dad's thing. It was like, right, we're getting up early on Saturday morning. We're going to the um, garage sales. And that's his thing. He would go you know, go through the newspaper, yeah, yeah. circle all the garage sales, make the plan. We'd go and we'd, we'd do all that. And then... You know, um, this was all before the internet or whatever. But then he became quite big on the old um, trade me selling ba- stuff. Didn't he get banned? He got banned. Yeah, yeah, from being a an, an annoying old man. I think. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I that. think I think garage sales is where it's at though. But the trick is trying to find out where they are. There's a bunch of cool stuff that I never see in op shops that must end up somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. And well, I think if you owned the op shop. Yeah, or exactly, you exactly. Shop, you're skimming yeah, the best yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, that brings us to the end of the podcast. What's happening? Anything this week? Uh, I've got a lot of work to do, and it's... Um, Building up. Yeah, it's uh, it's difficult. You don't need actually. sleep. <laughs> Remember that. No, no, I don't. Uh, but no, no, nothing, nothing major happening. Um, I need to... Uh, Come up! I need to announce the Misty Flix challenge pretty soon. How's that going? I've got my Ten Commandments. Nice, nice. Uh, I forgot to ask you last week about it, and I was going to ask you this week. How's it going? Yeah, yeah. So, I, so I I'm need, sure I need to talk through uh, with um, that'll be Paige. a good discussion, of course. Yeah. So, well, well, yeah. You, me, and Paige might have to jump on Zoom or something. Yeah, have a chat. sounds good. 
Uh, I'm going to get my car back, hopefully, and go to work. <laughs> and uh, that's about it. Uh, until next time, we'll uh, catch you then. My name's Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.